Eagle looking great. Here we go. Hi, Chris. Hello, Anthony. How are you? I'm doing just fine. How about yourself, my friend? I'm fantastic. Excellent. 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 I, uh... I like this new way that we're introducing ourselves, where I say hi to you and you say hi to me. Oh, should I not respond next time? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I say <laughs> hi, Chris. You say hi, Anthony. I like it. And then we explain that we're the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. Oh. Uh, we have a podcast that you're listening to right now where we watch and review straight to stream science fiction and science fiction adjacent media, movies, web shows, TV shows, shorts. Anthology films, mockumentaries, fan films. What did I miss? Anime. There's, man, there's so many. We've branched out. But at the end of the day, if there's moving pictures that talk to you and tell a science fiction-esque story, we're in. It, uh, uh, it might storm soon. I think it's supposed, to, it's not supposed to storm for like another hour and a half, but it did tease us earlier. I feel like it's been, it's going to storm in about an hour and a half since I woke up at like 5.45 this morning. Like oh. I was watching the Two things. I, was, I was watching the weather update uh, on my phone, and the storm Why? started. Well, it's because I I work in technology. You know, if there's a big storm, clients are going to go down. Like I'm just trying to prepare mm. myself, and it just was like, oh, uh, rain predicted uh, all day, and then like right around eight o'clock, it was like, oh, no, 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 it's going to happen at noon, and then at noon, it was like, might happen at two o'clock, and then at two o'clock, it was like, ah, you know, it might happen later on this afternoon. You know, then, the weather is ever changing, you know, I it's know. not like, I just, I it's hate not it. It's not exact science. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just sitting here, just, it's teasing me and I don't like it. I don't want it. So, mm, fair enough. That's all. <laughs> Second question. Why were you up so early? I, I is that just know. when you wake up? It's, it's what time my body decided it was time to get up. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. My body at least waited till after seven. <laughs> Still not great, but at least it, it gave me a little bit of time. I can only do the things that I can do. Fair and enough. Let's wake up at like 5.45. So, I mean, I'm needing to go back to sleep. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I did, Check I did, the weather, I go did, back to bed. I didn't stay awake. I was like, cool. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go back to sleep until like 6.30. Did you so, uh, have a good weekend? Um, I think I did have a good weekend. I went out of town last weekend. I went to Dallas and I went to Six Flags. Mm. Oh, fun. Can you name all Six Flags? Well, um, they don't actually have them anymore. Oh, like, they don't have them flying? Yeah, well, they have six flags, but it's actually just six flags, and they're all the triangle banner ones. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Well, yeah. cause some of the flags are, and I would agree, could be considered offensive. Um. <laughs> uh, maybe I think it, I think a context is important. Context is important. Did they actually fly the battle flag, or did they fly the actual CSA flag? I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I do also. Yeah, there was also like the like the Spanish Empire one. That's the one I always forget about. A, a lot of a lot of people of Hispanic origin might find that offensive, you know. Sure. Um, then the Mexican flag, and then the French one, the U.S. flag, the Texas flag, and then I think whichever one the the Confederate the, flag, the traitors flew. Um, yes. So, uh, which is not yeah, whatever. <laughs> the the typical like Confederate flag that you see was not the Confederate flag. It was a battle flag because their flag was too similar to the United States flag and it caused issues. So they started flying that battle flag, which had previously been used by U.S. forces as a battle flag. So it kind of got, it's been co-opted a bit. Not that we should try to un-co-op it, but it's just, it's got an interesting history. Um, Symbols are interesting. Symbols and ideas and how they define people and groups of people. Not just in that case, but in other cases. Um, but that sounds fun. I, I like, I haven't been to Six Flags in a long time. Is it, is uh, it good? Is it worth it? I think 
as a child, I really enjoyed amusement slash theme parks um, because I didn't pay for it. (laughs) That's the the number one reason (laughs) children enjoy so many things. Uh, They don't pay for it. All I had to do is sit in the car till we got there. Um, Like, I think the last the last successful family trip I had to like when I was a child with my immediate family was to Schlerbahn. Ooh. That's a water park for anyone outside it of is a water our park, area. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, actually, little bonds elsewhere, not just. Do Texas. they really? I didn't know that. Yeah. That was, you know, in 1997. It's, you know, been 15 plus years. And I, I enjoyed walking around the park, spending time with my in-laws and my wife in our family. Um, it was 95 degrees and there weren't any mm. clouds in the sky, which, you know, 95 degrees sounds like a pain in the butt. Uh, but it was 105 degrees <laughs> yeah. here. Uh, yeah. And then um, apparently it stormed really bad that Friday. Oh. So, yeah. Interesting. So I looked it up because I didn't believe you. Schlitterbahn has a park in New Braunfels, which is the one that I'm sure yeah. both of us have been to. And a yeah. park in Galveston. They had parks in South Padre and Corpus Christi and one in Kansas City for yeah. some reason. So that they had one outside of Texas, which... I don't I don't know. It, it opened in 2009. It's already closed, so it didn't last very long. They're talking about putting one in Cedar Park, Texas, and another one in Fort Lauderdale. I don't know if that's the one that um, involved the the young person getting um, decapitated. Uh, it Well, looking at their Wikipedia, there is a verrucht an accident, it says. Yeah. So I'm assuming that might be the one. Yeah, unfortunate for the Yeah, the I didn't know about there. that, actually. But... Uh, to, to, to finish my point, so I had Sorry. a really busy weekend. No, it's fine. I had a really busy weekend last weekend. And so uh, this weekend, I really didn't do anything in, in, in my in my sci-fi experiences. I started playing Destiny 2 again. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's free to play. Sure. Having a lot of fun. They redid some of the subclasses. And um, yeah, no, I just, uh, I just did that a little bit. And then I watched a documentary uh, with my wife about makeup and how it um, a lot of powdered makeup has talcum powder in it. And talcum powder has asbestos. Nice. I didn't know if you knew that or not. So no, in, in, in the U.S., they don't actually even sell talcum-based baby powder anymore. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Johnson huh. & Johnson. <laughs> yeah. For suppressing the science for 40 years, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, Johnson & Johnson. They'll totally their fault. Uh, cool. Cool. My weekend, I made a last-minute trip to Austin to pick up somebody from the airport and decided to stay the night because The Greatest Discovery was doing their tour, their yearly tour, which I say yearly. They probably skipped last year's. And I think Austin's their last step, and it just happened to be that day. So I got a hotel less than a half mile away right off of 6th Street. I was like over on 4th or something. You know, Had some good food in downtown Austin, went to the show. It was fantastic. Uh, I love, I mean, Greatest Generation is my second favorite podcast, uh, right after, of course, the number one podcast of all time, uh, the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast. I also like their, their, their I actually discovered them. I think you mentioned them to me, but the the first thing I listened to was actually Greatest Discovery <laughs> before I went back and started listening to Greatest uh, Generation. I, th- I it, What it might have been, and it, forgive me if I'm wrong, I think I said, yeah. hey, they're doing a greatest discovery thing like they're doing Maybe. discovery like at, like because they were doing it at the same time as they were i think when they started uh deep space nine is when that they started doing right. discovery and so because that well, was long before I, you and i podcasted together well so. what i think happened is 
you said, hey, let's do a podcast. And I was like, okay, how, what's the thing? And he said, and you said, uh, we're just going to do whatever Greatest Generation does, but for these movies. And yep. so I looked them up, but never listened. And then when I saw Greatest Discovery, I actually clicked it. Mm. Um, so that's, that's, I, that's probably what it is. If you're going to emulate, for anyone who's reviewing media of any kind, uh, especially if you're just, that's what you do week to week to week to week and, and you're breaking down uh, something. Uh, that's not a bad model to follow. Uh, we've broken out and we're not following that model uh, anymore because uh, it didn't quite fit. It's evolved over time, but it's definitely a very good starting point if you're looking to make your own podcast. It's real easy. Yeah, You just do what other people are doing, but talk about something different. No, it was great. They were hilarious. Uh, the I guess they have like a you know, the show it has a big, there's a big screen above their little desk where they're talking. And I guess they're supposed to click a button on a remote and it plays a video off of their laptop, but the remote wasn't working. So they're standing off to the side of the stage yelling and like he's getting one of the hosts uh, bent and is just getting closer and closer and closer until he's on the stage and clicks the button and has to run off. It was really, uh, it was really funny and really dumb. Someone gave them a bottle of tequila. It was about half gone by the end of the show between the two of them. And, um, he wrote slash fiction in, involving some of the characters from the Star Trek movie that they uh, slash doing. fiction. Like I won't explain what that is right now. No, <laughs> you can look it up on your own. Uh, it's not appropriate. It was hilarious. Um, it was a lot of fun. Drove home yesterday. Oh, <laughs> you looked it up, didn't you? Yeah, excellent. Uh, it's, oh, this is a it was fantastic. You can Spock, share that yeah. with me later. Um, <laughs> But no, it's great, and it's a great podcast. It was a great show, and it's, of course, about one of the best and most beloved sci-fi intellectual properties, sci-fi, like, just uh, sagas of all time, Star Trek. So that's always a lot of fun. Yeah, I think Speaking, they, uh, oh. oh, sorry, last thing uh, about them. I don't know if they'll ever do a TOS rewatch, like, because from the very beginning, because I, I, I've, I've listened to every single episode all the way up into, like, season four of DS9. Yeah. And I stopped because I stopped watching DS9. Like numerous people have emailed them asking if they'll ever do an original series. And like they weren't even sure if they were going to do Discovery. So I don't know if they're going to do A Strange New World. but They already have. Oh, that's cool. Um, so Greatest Discovery is all new Trek. So Greatest Discovery ah. does Discovery, Lower Decks, Picard, Strange New Worlds, uh, the Short Treks. I think there's Very some cool. stuff in there on it. And they've actually, in the off season... Um, they, that's usually a weekly, right? With the weekly releases of the new, new, new track, uh, and the off season, although there hasn't been one in a while, they would do monthly shows that were either interviews or they would review TOS episodes, um, mm. that were referenced in discovery. Like, uh, after the season one discovery episode with, uh, mud in it, they went back and watched that episode of TOS, that type of thing. Very cool. Um, so yeah, so they've, they've branched out a little bit on that other podcast. So excellent. Yeah, I've had some back and forth with Benjamin R. Harrison on the Twitter. Did you? Yeah. Nice. I mean, it was nice. all good stuff. We were just talking about the Bozeman, the USS Bozeman, and Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> and Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> Friend of the show, Kelsey Grammer. Never heard of us, but he loves it. Speaking of beloved science fiction properties, do you want to tell everybody what we watched for today's episode? We watched a science fiction adventure web miniseries. Stargate Origins, abbreviated as SGO. I don't know why it has an abbreviation. Because there's SG1, SGA, SGU. Sure, sure. Yeah, I guess so. Apparently there's an SGI. I didn't know that until I was looking up stuff for this. Oh, uh, the cartoon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks bad. Uh, so this was, yeah, webisodes. It was then re-released as Stargate Origins colon Catherine as a 104 minute long feature length movie. 
uh, released digitally, which is what I, I watched, and I'm assuming also, you as well. as well. Yeah. The fact that uh, we'll get around to it in a moment. Let's get some facts out of the way first. We have the beautiful cover there, Stargate Origins, Catherine. So for anyone who doesn't know anything about Stargate, I don't know why you're here. For anyone who doesn't remember the character of Catherine, that's okay. I didn't remember her either. I had to look it up. Uh, but she's an existing character. She shows up in the movie uh, and a, a few episodes uh, in late season, start. Uh, I think season eight or nine in Stargate SG-1 as an older lady. She's in the first, I think she's in the first couple of season one. Maybe. I have have to double check. But she she discovered the Stargate or whatever, and that's what this show is about. You see the cover here. There's actually an alternate cover that I also have pulled up. A little artsier, a little painting. I kind of like it. It actually has other actors on it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. I dig that. Let's wrap up some facts. Do you want to blurb the people? Uh, I'll blurb them. Young Catherine Langford embarks on an unexpected adventure to unlock the mystery of what lies beyond the Stargate in order to save Earth from darkness. Which, uh, where did you get that blurb? Uh, from Stargate Origins, the TV series from 2018. And then Stargate Origins, Catherine. Mm. Uh, in 1939, Professor Paul Langford and his daughter Catherine are still grappling with mis- mis- Oh God, this is so long. The mysteries of the ancient relic they discovered in the Egyptian desert more than 10 years ago with war looming in Europe and funding running out. These brilliant minds are approaching their latest, I'm sorry, lowest ebb. Little do they know, answers are about to present themselves in a dangerous form where Nazi occultist Dr. Wilhelm Brücke, I think I got that right, Brücke, uh, approaches their facility with a sinister motive, enlisting the help of two young soldiers. Catherine must use all of her wit and noose. I have no idea. I've never heard of that word before. Noose? Now I'll search it. Uh, as she and her allies embark on an adventure into the unknown to rescue her father and save the earth from an unimaginable darkness. Sometimes noose, sometimes equated as intelligence or intellect. Informal British, common sense, practical intelligence. Cool. Interesting. Very Street cool. smarts is what they're, they're trying to say. Roadwise. Yeah. Yes. Over on Amazon Prime where we watched this, uh, I'm not reading. Well, sh- Sure. Stargate Origins follows Catherine Langford, played by Ellie Gall, whose father, archaeologist Paul Langford, played by Connor Trenier, discovered the eponymous Stargate in 1928 when Catherine was a young girl. Young Catherine, whose death as an elderly woman is depicted in the eighth season of Stargate SG-1, explores the mysteries of the Stargate in an attempt to save Earth. Interesting. Interesting. So this thing has, on IMDb, a 4.2 out of 10 rating with a median score of four. 19.4% of ratings are down here at one, and then 14.2 at five, 14.0 at four, and it goes down from there. Over on Rotten Tomatoes, it has zero critical reviews, and then a 23% audience score with over 50 ratings. I have a slightly different Rotten Tomatoes. It it doesn't have any critical ratings, but 50% audience score. Is that for Stargate Origins as opposed to Stargate Origins, Catherine? I think, yeah, Stargate Origins, yeah. yeah Why do that? 50%. <laughs> because they're technically two different things, and they're probably uh, re-edited a little bit. So, yeah. It doesn't say how many. There are over 50 reviews in the uh, for Catherine. Um, it doesn't say how many for Stargate Origins. Real quick, let's just go ahead and give the history of the franchise here. Uh, Stargate sure. and Rotten Tomatoes, 53% uh, Rotten, 73% audience score. Stargate SG-1, no uh, critical ratings, or at least not enough to qualify. 87% average audience score. Stargate Atlantis, 82% average audience score. Stargate Universe, 70% fresh, 73% average yeah. audience score. And then finally... 
Stargate on Metacritic, 42 based on 17 critical ratings and a user score of 7.5. So favorable. Yeah. <laughs> IMDb likes them a little bit more with this, the original Stargate movie at a 7.0. Uh, SG-1 in Atlantis at 8.4 and 8.1. Universe dropping out at 7.6. And then most of the other movies, the, the straight to DVD or television movies really, sitting in the sevens. Very, very good. Okay, so them's the facts. This was released for MGM's Stargate Command streaming service, which uh, if you've never heard of that, neither have I. Uh, the fact that MGM... It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, no no <laughs> doubt. The fact that MGM made a subscription service for Stargate, released 10 webisodes, and then shut down, I uh, should tell you a lot. It, it had all yeah. Stargate on there. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say shut down, but they stopped producing new work. This is the last Stargate media we got, we've got. we gotten. Maybe there might be some books or comics or something, but as far as uh, in the visual format, uh, this was it. This was the uh, the capstone, if you will. So overall, I, I've like you you know it's the last thing. You can, you can tell what's going on with the, the uh, subscription service. We've seen the reviews, or the, the ratings, I should say. Uh, not well-received would be the critical and fan consensus on the internet would that be fair yeah this is something that i suggested so i'm gonna actually give you the floor oh, and give me your good. initial thoughts and opinions and then sure. uh and then i'll go so okay well let me uh well i agree with the, with the consensus <laughs> pretty uh pretty spot on they start a streaming service for stargate and then they don't like this whole movie had the same funding as a random like i it probably didn't even have as much funding as a random SG-1 episode. Like, there, there's a lot of reused sets. There's a lot of kind of stage acting. The story, if you know anything about Stargate, you know how it ends. They can't remember anything that just happened because it would change the, the plot of everything else, right? Like, the whole thing is Dr. Daniel Jackson shows up in 1990, what was it, four or something, and figures out the seventh symbol that she figured out, and or some... Or some Nazi figured so, yeah, out in so, 1939 or yeah. 38, right? Like, uh, there's <laughs> writing on a wall, but like, so they have to, so they have to clean the slate by the end. Uh, so, okay, but all right, but it's just a fun little story with Nazis getting a Stargate. It's it's very, it's got a lot of um, uh, Indiana Jones vibes when it comes to that, like the setting, pulpy, and it's very pulpy. It's very pulpy, very campy. I was. I was very disappointed. Like, I get that Catherine is the main character, right? She's our heroine. But she she's she's too much. She's too much. Like, she's being held by one Nazi. They're threatening her. She's got a gun to her face, or maybe her dad's got a gun to her face, or maybe both of them do. And she's still, like, being super defiant and, like, riling them up. And it's like, you gotta, you gotta stop that. Uh, she relists the help of... Um, I don't want to call her her boyfriend because I don't know if that's appropriate for the time period, but her male caller or whatever. Her caller? Her one, yeah, who's a British soldier, a captain. Uh, him and an Egyptian shoulder, yeah, an Egyptian soldier that he's working with come to help her, but she doesn't take any of their advice. Like this is a there's people shooting, there's there's people getting hurt, and she's just being way too much. Uh, I was eventually she's proven wrong and she calms down a bit but i felt like that took way too long like you play with fire you're gonna get burned right and it just i felt like it took too long for her to get burned um she's not right all the time or anything like that but it's it's just 
her character was annoying. The decisions she was making, she wasn't thinking straight. The comedic elements with a few of the Nazi soldiers is weird. Like it's, it was funny. I laughed, but they're still Nazis. So it's like, are you humanizing them? Are we making fun of them? I, I couldn't quite tell. I, I, I assume we're making fun of them. But then when they're the only comic relief for a while, for the maybe the first third of the, the movie, it's a, it's a little bit off. I was very disappointed with Connor Trenier's performance. Like I, I can't say I've seen a lot of things he's been in besides Star Trek Enterprise. I don't, I don't understand how, like his first scene in this is bad. Like it's not, it's not good. It, huh. If I didn't know who that was, I'd be like, wow, they just picked somebody up off the street or somebody who has only ever acted on a stage play. Like it, it felt like middle school, high school stage drama production level of acting where he's, I think he's trying to play somebody older than he is by a good bit. And in 1938, right. And and maybe he's, maybe he's acting that way because he's meeting his daughter's, like you said, caller. Uh, for the first time, and he's being more formal than usual, and maybe a little stuffy, but it it didn't quite come across that way. Like he was, I don't know. It it felt stiff, and they don't. In his defense, they don't give him a lot to work with for the rest of the movie. His character has almost no depth. So I just I didn't care for the character, and I I especially didn't care for his performance or his uh, portrayal of that character. I, I think that that's kind of what it boils all down to. Is this didn't have the money to get decent sets or anything. And maybe they thought, oh, little webisodes, it'll, the people will... <sighs> they probably incorrectly thought, oh, this is just 10-minute shorts on the internet. It's no big deal. We don't have to put a lot of money into it, blah, blah, blah. People will come because of the name. And they probably did come because of the name. And then he quickly left because it doesn't... It's not a good story. And not only is it not a good good story with it doesn't have good sets it doesn't have i, I want to say it doesn't have horrible acting um I, all of the uh the actors speaking whatever form of egyptian they're speaking so slowly like like phonetically and so so slowly to the point where i was like oh they don't even know like that doesn't sound conversational it doesn't sound like they're talking to each other because it's just it's just so bad um it you could tell they didn't have the support of a studio if that makes sense and then having the story even with that low budget, right? Even with that low budget and with those limitations, you can tell a good story. You can you can have some decent acting. We we've seen it so many times. Well, we've, there's we've, so many examples of that. We've done this. We have done this. But the, the problem versus is versus the Valiant Universe was absolutely. Yeah. But the, and the problem is is that it's a not a great story, and then that story has no impact on whatever they were planning next because they wipe their memories of it and mm-hmm. kill off most of the characters, and so it means nothing. And it wasn't enjoyable. Like that's you, you. You didn't give me either of these things, right? Like I can. Uh, it's like a filler episode in an, an old TV show. Like there's a filler episode of of SG One where I'm like, well, that was all right. But I guess it had this one little scene where it progressed these characters. It didn't do anything. There was nothing redeemable in my mind about this. I mean, it wasn't driven. It wasn't like we've seen some ones and twos, right? It definitely wasn't the ones and twos. It's definitely that four, right? MGM or the studio producers. They should have known that if they're going to put the name Stargating on something that I'm expecting more. If this didn't have the name Stargate on it and it was just some other alien portal device and had Nazis and at the end they they kept their memories, but it was just its own thing and this was some other B-movie, I'd probably, I'd probably give it a five and a half, six. 
but there's expectations and there's a larger there's a larger story at play which they just don't respect at all and just don't do anything with that's my opinion i i think this is the most disappointed i've been in a movie since mythica 4 (laughs) the iron crown right yeah yeah. whatever the one the road trip one yeah yeah yeah. it's iron crown yeah uh, yeah i think that's the most disappointed is the most disappointed I've been. And not only that, but looking at the history of the Stargate franchise, because this was so bad, we didn't get whatever was next, right? Stargate Origins, next season, something else, right? They could they could have time jumped and told some other story leading up to something or just told some other side story for some other character. But they couldn't because they didn't put their best foot forward. And that makes it even more frustrating. As a fan of that franchise, this could have been a soft reboot into some other stories. Um, I say soft reboot, not like uh, a complete reboot, but a um, they're side stories, right? They don't have to continue what they've yeah. been doing. They, they're not as bound because it's 80 years in the past or whatever. They have a little bit more flexibility, but yeah, they didn't. Good on paper, bad in execution, and it killed uh, Stargate. The next thing we get is probably some cruddy reboot. Fair enough. We've talked about the reboot, right? You and I, once we went out to dinner and we hashed yeah. out what the reboot would be. Uh, maybe. That sounds like something we would do. <laughs> so I believe you. <laughs> um, I think I think the biggest problem with this movie for me is that there's no point to what we watched. A long time ago, I think, I, I, uh, I don't even remember what it was, but a long time ago, I once said that um, the whole point of, a, like, the whole point of art is to move you, right? Like, whether you're making art, whether you're, I don't want to say consuming it, but but whether you are an artist or an arter, I don't I don't know what the official term is, but someone who, who views art, a consumes, yeah, 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 an enthusiast, right? There you go, yeah. Average enjoyer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> art is supposed to, to, to make you feel something. Like, when I watched this mm. movie, I agree. The only the only thing I really felt was disappointment. I think that the idea that Catherine Langford, who is a pivotal, important member or important part of the 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 plot of Stargate, she's I think pivotal you, to a lot of the lore. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you can tell a story about her without having to tell an off brand knockoff SG one episode. Like yeah. that's really how I felt. Like I, I mean, I don't know enough, but. I feel like you could have made this movie, um, you could have made the series, and it literally could have just been Catherine and her father and these two guys running away from the Nazis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they get they get they get ousted from the the warehouse, and then the the Chapa I, the Stargate itself, is being transferred to Germany, right? And so they they enlist the on, help of those other well, people. Let, and- let's say like it's on a boat in the Mediterranean and it's sailing to Germany, right? Or Italy, wherever it is. And they, it's like, has to stop somewhere to refuel. And then that's when they hijack the boat, whatever, right? Like there's a, there's a million different stories that we could have told that didn't have to involve going to, and and here's the thing. I didn't even realize it was Abydos until literally, yeah, to the, literally the end of the movie. I didn't realize it was Abydos. Yeah. So that guy, Kasuf, is like Kasuf is the guy. I, I, I foreshadowed remember his name uh, uh, in Stargate, the tribal leader. That's Kasuf. Is he really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's I, I, um, I guess I, it's been so long since I've seen the movie. They said his name it, like because they, they were like intentionally mispronouncing it because I think technically it's Kasuf. Right. They kept saying Kasuf to be funny, you know, because you know that's hilarious mispronouncing someone's name. But at the end, like he like goes. 
to um, the city Nagwada, which I didn't even know yeah. it had a name. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, the the lady, Aset, is like, yeah, man, um, these, pe- these people are going to come back. And the only way you're going to recognize them is because of the Eye of Ra, right? And so when that moment happens, I was like, hold on a second. And then, and then I kind of, it made more sense as I backtracked a little bit with her breaking off the relief of the seventh symbol and kind of burying it mm-hmm. there in the sand. Yeah, no, I, I didn't, I just didn't see the point of this movie. I didn't see the point of the series. I, we can talk about the characters real quick. I know you had your, your thing. No, um, yeah, let's do it. Uh, in terms of acting, the only people I thought did a really bad job, I, I did agree with uh, Trip. I didn't think he was very good. Yeah. I didn't enjoy Wasif. Only because, like, I felt like someone who spoke Egyptian, and he even says it, like, you're very hard to interrupt. Yeah. No. She was unbearable. Tell her for a to shut there, up. But... Like, I, I understand yeah. what this guy is saying. I, I, I thought uh, a set, <laughs> not sure what she was doing there. Like, are they Goa'ulds? Are they not Goa'ulds? They got the deep voice and the shiny eyes, but mm-hmm. she decides to make an alliance with some random dude who comes through the Stargate. Well, he's, she's trying to build an army against Ra. Yeah. Well, tell that story. That's an interesting story. Forget Catherine. Like, tell the story of a, a insurrection yeah. amongst that, uh, amongst you know, against Raw that fails or something, yeah. and that sets him up to be defeated later during the movie. Like that. I don't know. There's like you yeah. said a lot of things. The idea of like a, a Nazi uh, scientist slash occultist, like because I believe that was actually real. No, Hitler no, really like because they do it in Thor, right? Mm-hmm. And Captain America. I don't know how much. Like we know that the Germans late they got uh what do you call it um, desperate and we're looking for like the weapon the whatever they call it I'm not gonna try to pronounce it and we know that they looked into the occult a lot but I don't know if that's just I don't know how much that's ex- exaggerated by yeah. pop culture I have well no I mean idea. even yeah. in um even in like Wolfenstein yeah a, a video game franchise I like there's plenty of instances in which Nazi scientists or whatever. Like I think, sure. Like even um, the old blood. I don't know if you played that one or the new. Uh, yeah, old blood. Uh, I've played but some of them. I need to. Yeah, it's it's the expansion slash standalone spinoff. Oh, I own it, but I haven't. No, I haven't yeah, played it. It's pretty yeah. good. But yeah, there's in terms of the uh, the characters themselves. Yeah, I think my biggest problem with Catherine is she's just a poor man's Daniel Jackson. All the like all the ingredients are there. Like they just didn't put the recipe together. Like if you watch mm. SG One, there are plenty of scenes and in, in, in episodes in which uh, Daniel Jackson directly defies Jack O'Neill. Like there's plenty of times sure. he's he's like Daniel, don't say that, and then he says it anyways. And yeah, you got to deal with the consequences. But like I've I had seasons, I had an entire movie to establish a rapport with this character, and then right. you you take someone who we don't know anything about really. Yep. We, we we understand her motivations, and then you just kind of turn her into Daniel Jackson, kind of headfirst into the fray, um, not really listening to the advice of military officers, like. You know, she just happened like she doesn't understand what they're saying. And then all of a sudden at the end, she's like, oh, or in the like first 30 minutes, she's like, oh, yeah, I just realized the Coke tick was different. Like, like, what does that even mean? (laughs) All of a sudden you couldn't understand what they're saying, but now you speak their language fluently. Great. That makes perfect sense. I thought the uh, the Abedonians, is that what you call them? Sure. Yeah. Abedosians, whatever. I thought for the most part, like those characters made sense. 
because they worship them, you know, and they're like, yeah. hey, check it out, man. This guy knows Raw and you know Raw. Why don't you guys hang out together? And then they're like, no, 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 no. Be cool. <laughs> and so I really enjoyed that part. Like get, going to visit Abydos was fun. I didn't know if I needed to be an hour and 40 minutes on Abydos. Hmm. Sure. The the Nazi doctor like killing his men like that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> what happened to Eva, the 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 Nazi reporter? I don't even think it gets addressed. I don't think so. She shoots that guy, and then I don't remember anything else that happened to her. Nope. Uh, that's how unimportant she was. So that was cool. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah, it is. It it's a major disappointment. It. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Like, there's no. That's that's the it of it. There's so many things they could have done, but I I think they felt they had to turn on the Stargate. Well, they could have. They could have easily just made it a MacGuffin, Indiana Jones style. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much they could have done that they didn't do, and I I, I don't know. It's they could have they could have gone yeah. like they could have sent the Nazis to the Stargate, right? Sure. And then like that's a total like, and then that's the end of that, like of Doctor Wilhelm Bruca or whatever. And then the show continues. Because the Nazis have possession of the Stargate, but the, they never come back. So that's a different Stargate Origins episode sure. or series. <laughs> uh, I was waiting. Uh, I was just waiting for someone to die turning on the Stargate. Oh, you notice yeah, how they yeah. all like barely move out of the way before the thing goes off and kills whoever's in front of it? I yeah. fully expected that at the beginning. Like, oh, this Nazi's dead because he's just going to stare in front of it. That would have been nice. That would have been uh, How many been people... Nice. During testing, actually, did die because of that. Like one in in universe, you put put one, you put a sign up after that, man. Like, yeah, no, but how many died through the initial gate opening? Because they're all just standing there, right? Yeah, (laughs) how many people got vaporized? So more than should have, (laughs) obviously. You know what would have been cool? Because isn't I'm trying to remember. uh, The Russians have a Stargate, yeah. I think they had it at, I don't know if they had it at the time, but yeah, essentially. I mean, I don't know the origin of it. That's what I'm saying. Right. I don't remember if they talked about the origin of an SG-1, but that would have, that opens up a lot of stories you could have told about other things without it really impacting anything else, depending on how you, you know, you wrap it up and whatnot. Yeah. Man, I mean, I've just, yeah. There are some things that it did well. I think, like I said, like all the loose ends, the original gate code being destroyed by Catherine, like that's kind of fun and cool. That's a nice tie back. Yeah. Wasif and... I'm going to try to Matalak. Yeah. Getting enlisted into the ranks of Raz, Chafa'ish kind of people. You know, Captain James Beale, like getting, like, I don't know if he dies or he also gets enlisted because, well, because they also have a Caucasian man in Stargate, the movie. Like, that's true. Which doesn't make any sense. Whatever. Where were all the gold? Like, has a temple, but she doesn't have, and I'm just saying, but she doesn't have more, she has one guard. She's got all the well. I mean, she's there. What are the yeah? The the people still worship them. You know what I mean. So she wouldn't really need it. Yeah, I I thought that the woman who played the guard, Serket, I thought she did all right. I thought she did pretty well. Um, looking at her IMDb, uh, she has a a lot of acting credits because she has even more stunt credits, Mm. which was my guess. And she has like ninety some odd stunt credits. So wow. Oh, she's gonna be in Hocus Pocus too. Apparently. Apparently that's still being made. <laughs> yeah. Hocus Pocus 2. She's going to be in the next Black Panther movie. She's uh, been in some television. Lots of things. So Jesus I thought she did really well. She's pimp, tall. Pimp killer. <laughs> Castlevania. Him of blood. What? Sure. Live action fan series. Uh, what? No, don't even touch that, man. 
We're not watching a live action fan series of Castlevania. We're not doing it. You coward. can put it on the list, but I'm going to push it so hard. You coward. Yeah. Yeah. All in all, not good. <laughs> no, it's not this, good. This was not good. You know, and, and if anyone who, who likes Stargate has listened to us before on other things, you're allowed to criticize something that you love because that, that means you really care. Someone told me a long time ago that the minute like like the minute someone stops correcting you or like like uh, let me uh, a teacher right the minute a teacher stops trying to make you a better student it's cuz they've given up yeah. right yeah. this move this show came out like and i heard it was coming out and then i didn't have stargate command and i wasn't going to pay unless until i found out it was like if it was a must watch maybe then i would have watched it in 2017 or 2018 whenever this came out but I didn't hear great things, so I just didn't sign up. Sure, and, and I think that's where I'm at. Like I'm kind of apathetic to the whole thing. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. None of it matters. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. So. I uh, yeah. There's a joke in there about the reason I criticize you all the time. It's because I care, Chris. Mm. It's because I care. I see. Well, I mean, I yeah. know you care about me. <laughs> yeah, it's because with how much criticism I send your way. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. you know, some of it's unfounded and some of it's just childhood. So, yeah, fifty yes. fifty. Uh, so I think we're in unison. We're in a agreeance. Agreeance. N- not worth the price of subscription. I don't if think If you're so. thinking about giving Bezos your money, this is not the reason why. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to tell you to pirate it, but find it. Find a way to watch it any way you can. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> if you've watched this and you liked it or you, you hated it and you want to throw your two cents in because uh, there's something we missed, please leave a comment wherever you watch slash listen to this. Send us an email sci-fi wise guys at gmail.com you can also reach out to us on social media at sci-fi wise guys on twitter and instagram you can also send us your suggestions for other things to watch and review uh, we love getting fan suggestions so that we don't have to fight over what to watch uh, it makes our days much much better uh, speaking of what to watch next week mm. we will be reviewing the first episode of obi-wan kenobi oh okay Okay. So we'll be doing our a pilot review of that next Monday here on twitch.tv slash sci-fi wise guys podcast episode coming shortly after. May 25th, huh? Oh, yep. 27th. On 27th, fri- yeah, Friday. A, a thir- yeah. What? That's yeah, weird. You, you look, you have all weekend to watch it. Everyone else has all weekend to watch it. And really, by the time the podcast comes out, a whole week to watch it and then uh, <laughs> catch us, uh, catch our reviews. Fair enough. Yeah. Do you want to B-roll us out of here? Yeah, uh, stay healthy, stay hydrated, and if you are trying to reboot a beloved sci-fi franchise, um, do better. Just do better. Don't apologize. Don't the, be sorry. The best, be the best apology is changed behavior. <laughs> I was going to say the best apology is not requiring yourself to apologize. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Don't fair. screw up the first time. We won't have any problems, right? Yeah, I'm going to need you to do the best of someone better. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. The angle has landed. I had a feeling I wasn't going to like this, but I had high hopes. I'm just... uh, It's just sad. Especially after Stargate Universe. Which I I liked, but was it got less derivative, but it was still just a little too derivative and a little too adult for Stargate. But at least they were trying something new. 
Yeah. I was ready for more. Like the, it's not like the start. The franchise is dead. Give it a little break. Do something else. You know. Um, hopefully, whatever we get next with Stargate is within the same universe, right? Whatever our Star Trek Discovery equivalent is, you know, when they bring back the series or the universe, it, it's a, a it's an addition to instead of a reboot. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the only real option they have at this point is if they don't do a shot-for-shot remake of the movie, I don't know what else they could do. I, like, I think just continue the story somewhere. They do something. Like, I think it's, a, it's kind of a, it was a running joke between the two of us for a while that, like, by the time by the time Stargate Universe started, like, the amount of, the fact that the Stargate, pro, like, the fact that they were still trying to make the Stargate program work with real life, even though there's, like, tens of thousands of people that know about it, but it's a secret, blah, blah, yeah. blah, you know, is whatever. Like, let's just, let's just make it sci-fi. Like the United States Air Force has giant spaceships that travel faster than the speed of light, but we can't tell the public about it. Yeah. No, just, let's just get past that. Let's just make it, like, that's what we should do is just make it a sci-fi. You know what I mean? And you could do more with it. Um, heck, it, I mean, jump forward 50 years and, and, and wash over people figuring finding out about it or maybe we see an invasion story where people find out about it i i don't know nah um, first thing, but I, for, new show uh-huh soft reboot okay end of the first episode everyone on earth finds out there you go just, let's just boom. just do it man let's just who cares <laughs> let's go sci-fi real hardcore i think we could do it um and then you could do whatever you want man like that's the thing is that you could there's the universe is big enough that you don't have to go to earth anytime soon you know, yeah. like there's so many twists and turns you can do and introduce some different aliens. I mean, the fact that Stargate Atlantis is in a different galaxy, psh, go to another galaxy. Yeah. So give me Stargate Andromeda, man. I don't care. Like whatever. I think that's awesome. 